Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one third of the fastest growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. You can call this the new era of cheapy measure. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. Oh, I'm sorry. I like delicious chicken. And also from Los Angeles, 35 under 35 Dipperston. Thank you, those people in this town. Hello? There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the world's <laughs> number one sports and recreation podcast. Was that Dipperson just going hello? <laughs> that was that wasn't part of the intro. Oh no! You have so few minutes with me this morning. I don't know why you're wasting time on the intro. We were trying to stall because you weren't here. You came and then left, and now you're back, and there you are. Uh, I see. Um, what are you? Where are you uh, joining us from today? Your cell phone? Yeah, my cellular device. I'm driving uh, on the Sunset Strip, baby. Um, people are, are you, you're prepared to get heat from people like Ariel Helwani for a half-assed performance like this? <laughs> Listen, every day is feeling like judgment day to me. <laughs> I, it seems, it seems that way. Dip, what, what is it like? What is your life like? How are you? I, I, this is the only time I speak to you. So can we just, have, let's just catch up and have a regular conversation. <laughs> What's going sure, on? Sure. How, how are you? Uh, you know what? I've never felt better in my life. Really? I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I'm driving to work at six forty-five in the morning. That's a that's a committed man. Very that much is. so. What are your thoughts? I, that's a that's around not when I'm driving to work. Even though I, I should be there an hour earlier. Um, my, my my first call of the day <laughs> is a Peter Rosenberg call, which you'll be happy oh, to know. I I am um, happy to know. Is it about mm-hmm. getting me some uh, guapolade? Perhaps a, a of bag course. Of- it's all it's all it's all about the guapolade. You already thank know. you. Um, all right. Well, that's nice to hear. I, I still, I, I still could use a phone call midweek. You know, I, I know what I need to text some of your other clients and see, see how, how they're often. feeling. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see how everyone's feeling. Cause like, uh, <laughs> my should, number one biggest fear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, SGG. I, I'm in the middle of neglected chains. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
but it's uh, it's you only it's, know how far from the truth that was. It's neglected Jace vert, uh, bordering on ne- neglect plus. Um, ne- yeah, neglect plus. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean. Prof- I don't mean professionally. I mean, I'm, I, I believe that you're handling any work that needs to be done. I'm talking about the friendship dip. Oh, not, yeah, personal. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, listen. I'm sure the, the the checks are all still coming in. Everything seems like it's running smoothly still. <laughs> Well, listen, let me update everyone before we get to outside the ring, because there's a lot of news. I want to make sure we use dip while he's here for what's most important. And that would be the lobster that I ate this weekend. We ate lobster. I I went to my cousin's wedding. Congratulations to Jeremy and Kit on their nuptials in Cape Cod over the weekend. It was a very Goyasha feeling place dip. This uh, little lobster at a wedding. Lobster at a wedding is a huge move. Huge move, massive. Unless it's mini lobster rolls with no lobster in them and just some, some mayonnaise. No, no, it was not that. It was actual lobsters. And I, I'll tell you this: the lobster <laughs> was good. The lobster was very hold enjoyable. On, hold, on, hold on, was it lobster that you were able to choose as the entree, or was it lobster at the cocktail hour that you could pick little claws off of the ice? No, no, no. You you chose lobster steak or vegetarian. Wow. Wowity wow wow. This is a cousin you should be staying close to. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm stuck with him regardless of how I felt about the food. But it, it was <laughs> the, the lobster was good, really good. I think people enjoyed it. Was it there drawn it, butter? Is drawn butter the little uh ramekin thing filled with butter? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, you could yeah, there's the thing of butter, and you dip it in the uh-huh, butter uh-huh. and it was I'm not sure what you mean by what they mean by drawn butter. To me it's just melted. Yeah, that's, that's why but I'm they asking. Like to call it Lobster people like to call it drawn butter. So I'll well, at least you know this. what to call it. So you're it, in. Yeah, exactly. It just made me realize I, I I don't like lobster as much as other people. I don't think like, I liked it, but it's like it's a little gross. Even lobster is gross. You there are moments where you break and like you're seeing gross things. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I It was OK. I, I don't, this poop in the shell, right? I mean, you, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not like lobster. We act like lobster is so nice. It's not like those other gross, you know, shrimp or crab or any of those. It's the exact same thing. You just get bigger <laughs> lumps of meat when you do get to the meat. That's it's it. better tasting meat. It's better tasting meat. Yeah, I think it's a little. I think it's better tasting. I mean, can we be honest? It's it's a massive cockroach. We're eating a massive cockroach. Yeah. Uh, people say that, but a cockroach is a cockroach, and a lobster is a lobster. Okay. I understand, but look at it. Look what it's There's a what differentiation. It's crawling like a cockroach a thousand percent. It's a slow swimming cockroach a thousand percent. I'm with you, Pete. I don't P. know what they do. I don't know what the lobsters do. They 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 move around. I don't even know how they move. Who knows what they do? And and by and and also like do, do they, they have climb to on top of each other? What are they doing when they do that? Why would but, they want to do such a thing? They have to. By the way, the only way to kill them is to drop them in boiling hot water. They, we can't come up with any other option here. Someone come up with something. This is this is not right. Um, but anyways, congratulations. It was a fun, it was a fun wedding. My brother and I gave a tremendous speech. In fact, if I had it to do over again, I maybe would have at SGG's wedding demanded the mic and, <laughs> and done a similar speech. Okay. My cousin, Jeremy, who on Twitter is at Boston, Jerry, and is oh, a lot a of fun. He's a great guy, and he has like 10,000. Yeah, you just met him, and he has like uh, 10,000 followers. He has a, a following on Twitter. He tweets a lot. When I say he tweets a lot, I mean it's an obscene amount. So my brother <laughs> More than and- both of us? Uh, well, first of all, I don't tweet very much. I tweet like four times a day. I'm light as can be 
you're one level above me. He's 10 levels above. I mean, not even. <laughs> how many tweets do you have forever? Do you know how many total you have? Um, I delete uh, periodically, so probably like not not that many. Well, I mean, so who knows if you're a deleting fool, but I think he's got like 250,000 tweets. I don't think I've ever had that. I don't think I've ever um, come close. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think there's enough wrestling in reality TV yeah. for you to and you know, an occasional Formula 1, like yeah, you don't have that many things. My cousin <laughs> tweets about everything. So our speech was pulling tweets from his Twitter account over the years and it was to say it was a hit would be a, an understatement. It was uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Quite enjoyable. Um, picking random topics that you wouldn't think he'd ever be interested in, but then he tweeted about them like every year for seven years, and I would read the date and then the tweet. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm done patting myself on the back. SGG, what's going on outside the ring? <laughs> outside the ring. I want to start with uh, the Ringer exclusive that we got just yesterday um, from – uh, Cheap Heat's formerly uh, David Shoemaker. He's over at the Masked Man show now. Everybody knows I remember him. The, the maker of fine footwear. He got an exclusive with Triple H where it was announced that this year's Survivor Series, the theme would be war games. Um, Triple H said in this interview that there would be no brand warfare. It was going to yes. hopefully be more storyline driven and that we were going to get a, a men's war games match. I love it. And a, and a women's war games match. I the love it. I love the war games. By the way, the biggest piece, <laughs> the biggest piece of that to me is not the war games. It's getting rid of the brand supremacy thing. That is dip. We've hated this for years. I, yeah, it makes zero sense whatsoever. The shirts we hate. We've always hated the shirts. <laughs> oh, the shirts. Um, Nothing yeah, worse than the, the shirts. shirts. But, but here's, here's what I'll say about war. Games. I love the, the aesthetic of it, and I think it's really cool. But it's like war games without blood is a problem. So I'm, I'm hoping there's a little bit of color in, in the match. We and know I how you also, feel about it. And I also feel like the cage needs a lid. you got to put a lid on the cage. The whole point is that you can, you can, you know, you know, hit someone with the, with the top of the cage. Well, Triple so. H sort of addressed your concerns there, Dip. Um, and you might not be uh, happy with what he said. As far oh, no. as the lid on the cage... He, he mentioned that, one, WWE has a, a cage match spectacle with the roof on it. It's called Hell in a Cell. Right. And that the War Games match has evolved past the need for the the roof on the cage. One, he felt that when he was a kid, it was it was too low in the first place. And two, that the, the men who participated in War Games back then had no intention of ever jumping off of the roof of the cage. Uh, he knows his athletes. He knows his audience and he scrapped the lid so that so that men and women can dive off the roof of the cage in the wildest, craziest, most spectacular manner. So the roof is definitely not coming back. And then he said that he um, he thinks wrestling has evolved past the need for gratuitous blood. Now, it doesn't mean oh, that no. somebody won't get busted open accidentally, but it, it seems that he he's oh, uh, maintained Vince's um, ethos in that, you know, blading and, and color. He probably just won't approve it. Right. Well, like it's probably absolutely like it, it's, necessary. It's not a uh, it's not a safe thing, let's face it. But um Right. Look, this is why we have UFC. <laughs> right. There's enough <laughs> right. blood in UFC on Saturday to uh to fill up uh, an entire gallon of, of of blood. Um but uh I will say I don't necessarily disagree with the lid 
But the fact that he's even addressing the lid on the exactly. cage makes me love Triple H so much. Oh, I mean, listen, I- I'm sorry. This is e- even if it's not exactly what you dreamed of. We have to say, and the show hasn't been perfect. I'm not saying all of a sudden every problem has been solved. It was great last night. I'll tell you, I thought it was fantastic. I did enjoy the show last night. I just feel it's, there's just something he's leading. He's leading the right way. He's answering questions. He's being direct. He's trying to make amends and make things right that were wrong before. You know, we're a couple months into the Triple H era. And I mean, so far, you just have to say it is incredibly promising for the future of WWE. It, it absolutely is. As a fan, for yeah. fans, it is a promising future. It is. And I'll say this, too. I mean, people like to point back to that that moment a few years ago where Vince and Shane and Stephanie and Triple H stood in the ring and said, you know, we're listening to the fans and we hear you. Um, they pointed back to that moment a few times since then to say, like, it's been business as usual. And um, you can debate about whether it has or it hasn't. I mean, Kofi Mania was fan-driven. Becky, you know, winning both titles at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins was fan-driven. That was all at the same night, too. They all won titles at the same night. Um, And then when they lost their belts, that was also arguably fan-driven. But now that Triple H is fully in control, it feels even more so that, like, the company has their pulse, their finger on the pulse of what their fans want and are delivering it on a silver platter. Yeah. And, and, and I think they will do a, 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 a good job listening to the fans while not being dictated to by the fans, um, yes. which is a, which is a, a tough line to figure out. But I think triple H this, this regime, I think fully gets it. Uh, SG, what else going on outside the ring? Um, also outside the ring. I want to shout out Ariel Hawani. He had a, a mage interview. He had a, he had a number of guests yesterday for the MMA hour. One of them being um, Action Bronson, who is he officially all elite? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, but he's all elite of Jace. He's a, he's definitely all elite of Jace. And then the one that everybody's talking about, um, MJF. Now, now, out of respect for for certain people, I'm not going to go too deep into the interview because um, our listeners know there's someone who conveniently no comments every time the, the MJF situation comes up. Is that true? I've never even noticed that. Wow. <laughs> but 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 I I will say that he did he did go into a number of topics. He discussed his contract situation. Um there was some CM Punk talk. Um by all accounts the the, the interview's getting rave reviews online. So if you haven't seen it, you definitely want to check it out. Here, let's hear let's hear a little snippet here. Let's get let's get a clip going. Is there a part of you that has you seem like a loyal guy, right? And so I feel sure. like, yeah. So I feel like, you know, there's a party. It's like, you know what? These guys took a chance on me sure. when no one else was. Sure. I should stick around. Sure. No? I like money. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you, you, you feel like at this point, like, could you say? Do I feel like I am easily? Yeah. I'm like the most important person in the company. And I don't think, I don't think that's an outlandish thing to say. I honestly I'm don't. I'm already a top name. I'm 26. So not only am I a star present day, I could potentially be a star for you for decades. Right. They can't afford to lose you is my opinion. After losing Cody, I think, and you know, obviously everything that happened recently would be what I will say a is distant this. memory. What but I will say is this. If I stay, you will know that I had I think the word I would use is, is grotesque. I was paid a grotesque amount of money because what's going to happen is there's going to there's be an ugly battle. And again, 
It could be any company. I will literally go to any company except New Japan. I'll go to any company <laughs> if they're willing to pay up the most dough. Fact. Do you have a number in mind? You don't oh. have to share the number, but oh, yeah. you have a number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, by the way, I'm already, right now, present day, making an absurd amount of money to the point where I, I could retire probably mid early 30s, okay. but I want to make, mo- and not that I have any interest in doing that, but I want to make enough money where it's like, not just generational wealth, like what what's bigger than generational? I want to make enough money so that my great, great, great grandkids, when it's time to leave earth because of all the pollution that's gone on, and there's a rocket ship that can only take a certain amount of the hyper elite to Mars, where they have created a, a civilization because they've terraformed Mars. Good job, Tesla. Like, I want them to be able to be like, oh, we're first class on this rocket. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. <laughs> Quality. Quality, quality <laughs> content there uh, from Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Great, great, great is is aspirational too. The way the way this climate change situation is going, it's probably one too many greats on that. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, that was the only thing I think. If he had to do it again, he'd prop knowing. I think he'd change his mind. Say there's probably one less great. Sadly, now, uh, what do you think, Sugi? Do you think that uh, the chip will be cashed tonight or tomorrow night? Or no, is it tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. night at, uh, you know, these three-day weekends. Well, I took a three-day weekend because of the wedding, so I'm very confused. Um, <laughs> do you do you think that the, the chip will be cashed in tomorrow night and MJF could try to become champion? I think it's certainly a big stage. I know Tony Khan views this uh, Grand Slam as a, a homecoming show for, you know, Long Island wrestlers, New York wrestlers. So I could see him trying to pop the crowd and send them home happy. And that being one of two title changes we get at Grand Grand Slam, obviously the other one being um, the acclaimed going over swerving our glory for the tag titles. You think that's happening? Oh yeah, I think that's happening. Dip confirmed. That's it. Yep, I can see both <laughs> those things happening. Definitely I, happening. Let me say I another think, thing. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. I insist. Go ahead. He insisted. Go ahead. I don't know what's more significant. Serena Williams' last match at Arthur Ashe Stadium <laughs> or MJF winning the World Heavyweight Championship in Can you, It's You know what? what is a well, more, I'll tell you one thing. What is a, what is a more significant event at Arthur Ashe Stadium? I'll tell you what. I, the answer I'll is I have no idea. No, I, I know the answer. A thousand percent the answer is MJF, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. It's definitively going to be MJF's first if he were to if he were to cash on the chip and win the title tomorrow night, it would be MJF's first world championship in AEW. Serena Williams, I'll tell you what, tomorrow guys. Night, I went to her. Tomorrow. I went to her last She'll match. Back. She'll be back. Okay, <laughs> I, she's coming back. <laughs> She'll be back. She she made clear she was not ready to pull the trigger. It was a by the way one of the craziest sporting events I've ever been to, and what an awesome building that is. I, I um, gotta I gotta see. I'd like to hit with her a little bit. You know, hit around with her. See how you do. Yeah, I want to hit around. I want to hit around. I'm looking to yeah, hit around. In her, you in do her have, retirement, at some point, I'd like to get to a level in which I could just say, Serena, what are you doing on Sunday at like at noon? You, can we hit around? That's let's just hit around a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Come on out. Yeah, um, I'll, like I'll tell you what. You do you have, think you she has learned how to pull back and let you let you let you win a couple sets of dip? Or do she just she'll just demolish you? Well, I no, think he's, he's I just could hit. win a, I think I can win a couple of points on some double faults. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I think you can win a, <laughs> okay. a, a, a if, I think you go in with the double fault. 
And yeah. I will tell you though, dip hits a very hard ground stroke with spin on it. He 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 could survive. He could survive. Um, if okay, if Serena's first serve is a fault, dip could return the second serve and could get it in. And then she would hit a shot to finish him off on the next shot. <laughs> okay. okay. Or she misses and I win the point. Right. Or she gets so excited because the what she observes she what dip hits her so much. Right. That it's it's like a meatball and she goes so hard. So all all possibilities. Um, I'll say this. It's very interesting to think about the M- MJF situation because either Tony Khan has already planned for a story that involves MJF feuding for the title over the next several months or it's been decided that MJF's title reign starts tomorrow night in New York and that's two very different propositions you know like is there a build I don't think you really need a build with a heel champion just grabbing it's probably the best way to get started right he doesn't need a glorious victory he needs no. a filth he needs a filth when, victory when's the Arthur show? When, when's the Arthur show tomorrow it is yeah yeah already that's right actually oh. some people listening some people listening it's today it's wednesday <laughs> the 21st let's see uh-huh. so not a lot of pay-per-views but a whole lot of uh special themed events from AEW. Um, oh they love a specially themed a- a- event oh, they're theming and theming i mean grand slam is just a name for when they play at arthur ash yeah, but I think they filmed four shows there too. Like they do the Rampage's Grand Slam theme and then Dark and Elevation. It, it's a long night of wrestling. Right. So, oh, it's definitely a long night of wrestling. It's just funny though, because all it means, it would be like if when WWE plays the Garden, you know, they call it like, you know, Mecca Monday. And it's like they make it sound like it's a pay per view. What is it? It's a regular show from yeah. a specific building. That's it. You literally just get an extra hour of Rampage. <laughs> That's it. That's guys, it. But um, guys, okay. this is all uh, all the dippers thing you get for the day. What are your thoughts? No, no, you got to give us. You got to give us. The, yeah, we know. Well, we'll, well, we need at least a comment on something else from uh, the Monday Night Raw of it all. You said you loved the episode last night. I did. Uh, I I love the judgment. I think first of all, there's like many angles going on, which is really all I care about. One that I think the Judgment Day angle is fantastic. Um, I think the 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 Dominic thing with the Rhea Ripley. No, it's something. The whole thing, the whole thing feels like something to me. I love it. And they're kind of the promo seem interesting. I think the yep. Dexter Loomis Miz thing is definitely something. Yep. Oh yeah. Whenever there's a home invasion, it feels like something. Oh yeah. I'm big on the home invasion. Big home invasion. Well, One of the biggest well, home invasion guys in the business. It's Loomis the biggest is any guy there is. Loomis, Loomis is uh, Pillman and Jace confirmed. And then you have the above all the something. You have something plus in that they're playing. Uh, they're playing. They're teasing Bray Wyatt stuff. During commercial breaks, I mean, does it get any more mage than that? The answer is no. And the war games is something. There's so many somethings. I can't even, I don't have enough fingers and toes to get all the something. Do you think Logan Uh, Paul versus Roman Reigns is something? I think it's it's something adjacent. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not, I don't, first of all, I'm not hating it. I don't hate it. It, Who else? There's no one left. I listen, Dip, we know you have, we know you have to go. Or because I'm sure the one thing I know, knowing you, I feel like what I know you would hate on would be the uh, promo back and forth last night between Bailey and company and Bianca Bliss, etc. Um, yeah, I don't love it. I don't. Per- <laughs> I hate to say this. I don't particularly love Dakota Kai 
right now. I, I think she needs some improvement when it comes okay. to, uh, you know, just her, her, you know, her whole situation. I just, well, I, I you know, situation. I thought he was going to say presentation. He likes to say presentation. I, I thought we were getting a presentation. No, 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 no. I, I just, I, I just think like they need to involve her more. I think she's a really good wrestler. I just think that she needs to, I need, I think she needs to get more involved and be a little bit more integral. Okay. Well, Dip, uh, listen, we appreciate you giving us this time. We're so, so gracious. appreciative. So, so gracious, gracious yeah. of you, your majesty, especially this week when they put the queen to rest for you to be here in the <laughs> time is, is, is a lot. And we thank you. Um, we have a few things to, we have a couple other things to discuss. I'll call you later. Okay. Um, and, um, <laughs> I just want to give you one, both of you one, uh, requ- I, I want to give you a request slash a piece of advice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stay mage. Wow. There, there he is. And I want to say to you, you're a great guy. This episode is brought to you by eBay motors, passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, led highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. SGG, let's continue on with the uh, raw of it all. Were we done outside the ring? Well, I just want to touch back on oh, that Logan press and Romans really quick. Yeah, the Roman appeared on Logan Paul's podcast. It actually was a, a more insightful interview than I than I expected, um, just because I didn't know what to expect from Logan Paul. And then after Roman leaves, they kick into motion. Um, their plans for for Crown Jewel, which it, after that press conference, it looks like it's going to be Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal Championship um, at Crown Jewel in November. Now, I have to ask you this, SUG. I was at the, I was involved in wedding festivities this weekend, so I've not caught up yet with SmackDown. Wow. Did anything happen with Logan's promo? Um, Logan gave Logan gave a decent promo. Um, okay, it wasn't great. It was decent, but he was immediately confronted by um, the Bloodline, Sans Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman came back. Um, there was some back and forth that led to Logan Paul punching Sammy in the face, and then a Sami Zayn and, and a Ricochet match. Um. But yes, Logan Paul, they've they've firmly entrenched him as the guy that's gonna go at 
Roman Reigns um, heading into Crown Jewel, which I thought it was going to be Sammy, especially after he punched Sammy in the face on SmackDown. But then the press conference on Saturday confirmed that um, he was, in fact, going to be challenging Roman Reigns. Can I just tell you what I would love to see happen with Logan, Paul, and Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel? Please. I think this is an opportunity. I, I, I know it probably won't play out like this, and I'm not a booker. Okay, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I feel like the only way that this should play out is that Logan gets absolutely beaten down. And they can do it in a way where it doesn't have to be, you know, at first I was thinking Roman should just destroy him. Right. But you can't, you, but you can't really do that because you're trying to build up Logan to be a credible force. And this is like his second big match. Um, so I think what you do is you use outside interference. So there's always that to lean back on. But I still think he gets demolished. And you give Roman instead Roman Roman consistently has to have these like hard matches that he ends up winning and moving on from. Sometimes he just needs to beat someone down. Okay? Yeah. This is a guy who's dominating the entire wrestling world and has been for over 2 years. I would like to see with maybe some involvement from the Usos or Sammy, whoever, and then Roman just completely kills Logan. Okay, that not only builds Roman even further and gives them nice headlines about him destroying Logan Paul, it also brings sympathy to Logan Paul, potentially from the crowd, and builds a future story for when Logan could be a, a credible opponent for Roman Reigns. Potentially is that, a good word there. That, that time could come. I mean, if, if Logan is serious about this and continues to work at it and becomes more uh, available and performs a lot, I wouldn't be surprised if in a year and a half they could have a legitimate, credible one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's now. I agree. Um, the only thing I think, I think Roman is going to end up, Roman's obviously going over. So let's just put that to the to bed right now. Roman is not losing those championships um at crown jewel but i think it's gonna happen clean and i think roman is going to destroy logan paul but after he already underestimates him and and he um he bumps around for him and logan paul shows us that he has something and that and then when roman finally realizes hey i have to take him seriously he's gonna get smashed like everybody else um, but I think Ro I think Logan Paul is going to get the opportunity to surprise us and show us that he has something against Roman. Who that's that's a, that's a likely way I could see it playing out yeah. that way. And I've said this before too. Roman is is like the perfect size wrestler because no matter who you drop him in against, he looks credible whooping their ass and selling their offense. And I think he's going to be he's going to do not a lot, but he's going to do just enough to make Logan Paul get a little bit of credibility that when he finally does decide that it's over and he's going to smash him, whether it's a spear, Superman punch, guillotine, whatever, that um, when the bell rings, Logan Paul will have gained some credibility rather than lost it all. Someone just sent us this part uh, from the MJF with Ariel podcast. An incredible show at Arthur Ashe. Massive. Mage, if you will. Mage show at Arthur Ashe. I mean, 
the the cheap heat universe truly taking over the world as we know it. I got to ask you a question, SGG, and to the cheap heat audience as well. Okay. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com if you want to weigh in on this. Thank you. Thank you. I, I tweeted, uh, I love this, and I reposted the the little game of hangman that WWE did yesterday for yes. the Bray Wyatt, seemingly the Bray Wyatt tease with yeah. the so, rabbit. So for people who didn't catch this on raw, they showed a QR code um, twice once earlier in the background when Austin theory was on screen. And then a second time right at nine 23 PM um, on the East coast, I uh, linked to the same site. It shows a rabbit, going down a, a rabbit hole and then the it plays a game of hangman and um, this is what rosenberg's referring to it said who destroyed the world right or who who destroyed the world i think was the question and then they played a game of hangman the answer spoiler was you did um after the rabbit did. guessed right a bunch of letters um it was pointed out to me that the first Guess though the first five letters that the rabbit hit spelled out demon, so that was yes that I saw I saw that interesting. Um, Who killed the world? Very cool, and they've been playing like they've been doing teases like this in arena now for a couple of weeks. Anyways, I just posted I love this last night on Twitter because I do I love when there's I love when there's a little. When there's Easter eggs yeah. and and a build and something, something more than Bray Wyatt's appearing next week on Monday Night Raw. And by the way, maybe it's not Bray and we're all thrown off. Who knows? But <laughs> right. assume, assuming it is Bray or anything else, I just love it. The fact that we don't know, that's awesome. And so I post, I love this. And the comment right under. Oh, boy. It is from Sean Ross Sapp. And he writes, Peter, do you think this is a sign Hangman Page is coming? <sighs> and um, this is the second time I've gotten like a random weird out of nowhere tweet from Sean Ross Sapp. And I have to ask you, SGG, and I know you're a little biased, but am I wrong for inferring that this is SRS talking a little bit of s to the forever 24 7 i'm not sure honestly i'm not sure so you so you think i could be jumping the gun you could be you could be i don't i feel like srs would be a little bit more direct if this was a if now i don't know what the other one was that you saw but um i feel like it might be a little bit more direct if this was him you know stepping out a lot to the forever 24 7 champion here's here's what i think makes it a diss. Okay. Well, let's think about what he's saying. Peter, do you think this is a sign Hangman Page is coming? Obviously, that's a it's a joke. He's playing on the fact that it's a game of Hangman. And he's saying, do you think that means Hangman Page is coming? I think the implication is I'm an idiot. That that's what I, that's to <laughs> me how I take it. That's how I take it. Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm wrong? No, I think that's fair. When you when you put me in the shoes, mind you, the mage most comfortable 
luxurious shoes that you that you oh, walk great, in. Great, great shoes, sure. Every day, um, when you put me in your shoes, and I see it from your perspective, <laughs> it it does feel that way. And I feel <laughs> it does like there feel was that an- way. There was another one. He said something else. He had another reply to me that I didn't, that was just out of nowhere, out of left field and felt a little. Well, let's see if we a can little find weird. It. I'm looking, I'm trying to find it. I, I don't. I'll just say this. I'm going to give SRS the benefit of the doubt on this one. Now I did respond. Of course, SGG, I'm not a. Total yo-yo. Is this this one from July? Go ahead. He he posts a picture. The closest yeah. I came to get my ass kicked this weekend. You reply, can we discuss these pants, Sean? He says, I'm not taking them off for you. No. That's not that one. That one's... Although maybe I'm the bad guy there. Yeah, you I started say, can we discuss it. these pants? <laughs> you started... Start. And can you, can you describe the pants that I was talking about? Um... I don't even know what color these are. I want I want to say beige, but they look Are they re, are they repugnant? They they are they are repug. Thank you. They are repug. And but I don't think that was the first one either. See, I think the only reason I said that is because there was a time when he said something obnoxious already. Now I responded to him <laughs> today when he said what he said. I responded Sean, shouldn't you be getting worked by someone right now? Oh, boy. The feud is on. So, listen, I'm going to leave it there and hope that it dies on the vine. Okay? We had Sean Ross Sap on this show a couple of times. Chatted with him. You know? When he was, when his name was burgeoning and growing and becoming, you know, the 2022 Meltzer. Which is kind of where he's heading, right? <laughs> in, w- in what way i was gonna say so that's where you want to be careful srs <laughs> you want to be like Meltzer in some ways don't be like Meltzer in other ways okay pal yeah. be careful out in these streets you know what i mean <laughs> yeah great advice from the mage one you're dealing great with people advice. in the combat business you're dealing with people who have won titles before exactly you're a champion this is what people this is what people don't realize they think it's all fun and games. I, you know. I don't know how they don't. I don't know how they don't realize. They think it's we, it's it's everywhere. Just like go go to the championships and accomplishments section on my page. How many how many podcasts or broadcasters do you know have that? That's listen. You know what, SGG? Let's move on. Up. Put your one up. <laughs> We've For given Peter Rosenberg. Thank you. The ones we. Um, and you know what? You're the honorary juice. <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you um so last night's show i did think was great i gotta tell you dip mentioned it briefly i gotta spend a little more time on it man i've never felt more vindicated for like a a hunch not that it was rocket science but everyone knows how much i wanted dominic to turn on ray oh yeah and it could not be working out better from the standpoint of how I always feel about breakups when everyone's sentimental because they, they, they don't want to see these people fight. No, why? And they're caught up being such fans, all due respect, which is great. 
that you're you're not thinking about what it could mean for the 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 performer and the character's long-term growth because dominic as ray's son it was a perfect sort of rocky my via ish start to his career he's the good guy he's smiling he's happy frog splash championship Mm -hmm. i love you dad cool Worked for what two years? Yeah, and it worked. It worked out a lot better than it worked out for Rocky Maivia. Let's not forget, much, much they, more so. They paired him with Rocky Johnson too, and tried to give him the the rub from his dad, and he got die Rocky die. <laughs> he got die Rocky die. And let's be clear. I mean, all due respect, the great Rocky Johnson was not in the same place in the mid nineties that Rey Mysterio's in right now with regard to you know adulation and respect from the right. audience. So this worked well, but now. Now you're starting to hear and feel real heat. Like Dominic's becoming a character that means something. He's disgusting. He's becoming a gross, (laughs) slimy, nasty SOB. And this is, it's doing so much. It's making Dominic a bigger star. It's giving him a real story that people can connect to. It's making Rhea Ripley a bigger star. It's making her her character finally have some real teeth in a way that I think we all knew she was capable of, but hadn't been there yet. It's making the judgment day a more viable, interesting, dominant faction. Yeah. And then at some point we're going to get awesome stuff with Dom and his dad with Dom and edge SGG. There's so much coming from this one move that we got at the last pay-per-view yeah. or a premium live event. Yeah, and it's like you said too. He he was the most hated person in the building last night. Like by far. He couldn't get a word out because the crowd hated him so much. And it's not like when other other people go for cheap heat or like, you know, the Seattle Supersonics comment which is way too easy over there now. He he got the mic and the booze rained down on him like like none other that night. It felt good. It does. It felt like real tangible something. And they definitely you are going to harness that, um, especially with Ray trying to be sympathetic and the I love my son. I won't do anything to hurt him. That's just going to push Dom even further um, into heel territory. They really it gives you it gives you a lot of options for. You know, fun places to go down the line. Um, is this, I'm trying to pull up uh, all of last night's results. What what other uh, big segments were there for you last night, SGG, that stood out? Um, the main event, honestly, I feel like was really good. Uh, the one thing that I would take away from the main event, though, is I didn't need I didn't need Bianca and Oscar at ringside. I feel like Alexa Bliss should have been down there by herself. Or if if not just Asuka, because Asuka was her tag team partner for a little bit. Um, I think that Bianca being there didn't make that much sense to me because this is a number one contenders match for your championship. <laughs> so when you're down there picking a side, you're ultimately choosing the side of someone who could eventually be your challenger. And it's one it's thing... One of the best points you've ever made. No, it's true. And it's one thing if it's like you're a heel champion and you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to root for James Ellsworth because when he when he becomes number one contender, 
that's a day off. But to literally go out there and and root for somebody who is formidable and dominant, a multiple-time former champion herself, Alexa Bliss, as being your number one contender, I'm sorry. she If that were me, she'd have to earn it on her own. She would have my support from afar, moral support, but I would definitely not be out there fighting her battles. If if Bailey and uh and damage control get involved, more power to them. If you can't overcome it, I'm sorry, but I have to fight my own battles and then you have to fight yours. Because this is a number it one seems like, at the end of the day. It seems like if you wanted to involve Bianca, the just putting her on commentary would be the move, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But ringside and and getting involved and, and playing defense for, for damage control, I don't think that that was that 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 didn't make much sense to me. Um honestly. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of good with that too. Um Oh, and the Riddle Rollins stuff continuing. That excites me a lot. Um they announced well they didn't announce but Riddle challenged Seth Rollins to a fight pit match at Extreme Rules which um if What's you guys fight pit? if you guys haven't watched NXT, he had a fight pit match with the Timothy Thatcher. It's basically like the Lions Den match. They they you're going Owen Hart. Yes, it's 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 the successor to the Lions Den match, um, and at least the way it was presented in NXT was really cool. It really did have a not just a big fight feel to it, but a real fight feel to it. Um, and I think with the intensity that they have had going in their feud, it it's a great alternative to a steel cage or a hell in a cell. Cause it literally is, it, it looks completely different. It gives you the vibe of like, like a blood sport or, or, you know, some like, like real danger. And I think that those two are going to bring it and this feud deserves it. So I'm, I'm excited to see the return of the fight pit or at least the main roster debut of the fight pit. And hopefully this is something that riddle always has in his back pocket. That if a feud gets that intense, you know what? See me in the fight pit. Granted, he lost the last one, but it almost doesn't matter. I uh, I also enjoyed the first match of the night. I mean, sometimes I have mixed feelings about starting the show off with like a three-segment match that way. Um, but the Bobby-Seth match was really great. Um, obviously, in the end, it became more about Seth and Riddle than anything else, but still a great, great match. Here's a question. Last night, who was it who said it? Was it... Dakota or EO, someone said that Alexa Bliss was like a, a, a shade of her former self. No, I'm not sure who said it. And they questioned, would Alexa Bliss ever be Alexa Bliss of old? I asked you the question. Do you think that we're still in a world where Alexa Bliss will at some point again be in the real top of the division again? Because if it's been a long time now, and I, I don't really doesn't appear to me to be at any fault of her own. It just feels like a series of sort of weird character changes and bookings have put her in a sort of tough spot. Sadly, um, I don't think so because you got to remember when Alexa bliss was the Alexa bliss of all the dominant multiple time champion that we remember um, five feet of fury. It was her and the four horsewomen and Oscar and that was the top of the card. The four horsewomen are still around. You got to think, you know, Charlotte's got to be coming back soon. 
Sasha, you got to think, is coming back soon. Um, Bailey and Becky are still around. Now you got Bianca Belair. Asuka's still around. You got Rhea. Um, you got Raquel Rodriguez, who they're trying to build over on SmackDown. So that scene is getting a little bit more crowded. And it's going to be tough for her to stand out, especially when, when at the very tippy-tippy top of the mountain, there's the EST. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, for her to to become the Alexa Bliss of old again, she has to hang with a different set of talent than she did before. And that's going to be very tough. I'm not saying that she can't do it. And I'm not saying that it was easy the first time. But this is a different beast for her to conquer. So we're obviously going to get to, at some point here, to Bailey and Bianca, right? Oh, yeah. Um, that's the that's the collision course we're looking at right now. Um, I'm just deciding how much I'm interested in Bianca. Like, don't get me wrong. Bianca and Bailey will always be great wrestling. I think we'll enjoy the matches no matter what. I don't love the back and forth we've been getting from Bianca and company and damage control. What's I don't know. It, it, it doesn't feel like real stakes to me. It feels like like petulant sort of just like everything feels very childish kind of childlike the insults and stuff. You didn't, you don't feel that way at all. Um, not quite, but I do see, I do see what you're saying that even though the championship is at stake, um, it's not that they aren't taking it seriously, but it's, it's just, Damage control is not coming off as threatening as, like, when they first debuted at SummerSlam and they came out, there was like, okay, this is going to be a formidable faction. And even though they've won championships already and um, they've been dominant already, the the level of danger that you thought would have been there when they first came together hasn't really mm-hmm. manifested itself. Yeah, that that maybe that's it. Maybe that, that's a, like I would. They're making them a very like trash talk faction, and I guess that makes sense because you have Bailey who is such a great talker. But it almost feel like maybe Bailey's the only one who should be talking, and Eo and Dakota should be like ass kickers. Yes, and that's the angle they should be going for, because the, everyone passing the mic back and forth to like trade insults it feels like very teen movie to me it's 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 not hitting in the right way to me exactly yeah it's mean girls it feels it feels very mean girls when that's right you have dakota kai and eo sky who in nxt dakota was a woman who would kick your head off they need to lean into that a little bit more i mean granted there's not really a lot of substance character wise there from i'm gonna kick your face in and maybe that's why they passed the mic so they can can build her up a little bit more character-wise, but yep. but present more of that ass-kicker, like you said. And same thing with EO Sky. You know, she can kick your ass, too. So let them show that. Let that element of danger really be there because then I think that in itself will raise the stakes for Bianca and everyone else. All right, SUG. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. The Shad Gaspard Black Power Rankings. I know there's probably a lot on the plate for you this week. Where are you going to go? Um, like you said, Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins had a banger of a match last night. Um, but I'm going black to the future with this one. 
I'm I know what you're gonna I'm do. giving it to the acclaimed because in advance. In advance. I'm giving it to the acclaimed. Because let's face it, the last time they met up with Swerve and Our Glory, they had the four of them together had the match of the night. Let, let's be honest. And so they're poised to do it again. And like I said earlier, the acclaimed, even though Queens, New York City is neither one of their hometowns, because one's from Jersey and one's from Long Island, I'll allow it for just one night and hope that they are they're raising the championships above their head victorious at Grand Slam. So I'm going black to the future. I'm giving it to the acclaimed in advance. And maybe again next week when this prediction comes true. Now, I have to ask you this question, and I need an honest answer. You're, 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 you seem very dialed in on the acclaimed, and it's the acclaimed versus, in Swerve Scott, at least another superstar you have a, uh, a huge affinity for. Are you going to actually watch this match, or are you going to read about it on Twitter? I'm probably going to watch it after the fact. Because this Wednesday's well, a big night for reality TV. Let's be honest. Again. Right. What are you yeah. watching on? I'd be honest, because I have no idea. Tell us what's happening. So Wednesday is a Wednesday. big is a big night for reality. We have on Bravo, you have the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the Real Housewives of Dubai just wrapped up. Um, you got married at first sight. Um, due to Wednesday night football, Big Brother's not airing. The challenge just wrapped up on CBS. So Wednesday was a was a big night for reality TV. Now it's winding down because tomorrow. Um, I believe there's just the Beverly Hills, might be the reunion show, and um, Married at First Sight. But Wednesday was always a tough night for wrestling. After, after giving it three hours on Monday, and then knowing that I got two hours on Friday, Wednesday was tough to, just very tough for you. to try and now, knock now out how, another two hours. How many reality shows are you watching at this time, all, all days included? <sighs> a lot. A lot. You got 90 Day Fiance on Sunday. You got um, okay. Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday. Married to Medicine. Okay. Um, Mondays, there isn't anything. I see. Uh-huh. Married to Medicine. That's a Married doctor to, show? <laughs> Married to Medicine. That is a doctor show. Um, okay. Are you watching Dr. Pimple Popper? I'm not watching Dr. Pimple Popper. I see. Popper. Uh-huh. Um, that, that one's a bridge too far for me. But like a lot of the 90 Day disgusting. shows... Yeah, the commercials are disgusting. I, I I can't sit through that. I'm squeamish. I'm squeamish. Actually. So you have multiple 90-day shows also? Yeah, because they got 90-day UK. They got 90-day single life. Um, So are, are you are you more than five reality shows right now? P. I watch everything. It's, it's not even just reality shows, too. I want to give a shout-out to Bob Hart's Abby Shola. They came back last night. Um, that show's been getting a lot of hate, but for me, that's one of the one of the best shows on TV right now. What show is that now? Bob Hart's Abishola. It's in its fourth season, and I like I like that show. Like I've seen a lot of people hating on it, but I mean, for better or worse, it's it's created by a black woman, uh, Nigerian descent. She's from London, Gina Yashere, um, really funny comedian. She created it. The woman. Oh, it's about an African woman married to a white guy. Yes, yes. Um, the first. What's the controversy around this? I, I have no idea, people. But for me, I think it's great because, like, her name is in the in the title, Abby Shola. So one, it forces Americans, especially the middle Americans who watch CBS comedies, to learn an African name. They sprinkle a lot of Nigerian culture into it. Like, she doesn't hide her accent. It's an, actually an African, um, a Nigerian actress that plays this Nigerian woman. 
So all of it, I think, is is great in terms of just like pushing forward. Well, you're describing what makes it great on paper. Is it good? Oh, it's hilarious! It's hilarious, man. The, so what's the? So what's the? Why do you say some people are not into it? Because I just I think people based on the premise have like not given it the chance it deserves. But I mean, and yes, it, it being four seasons in on CBS is not doesn't say anything because Big Bang Theory I think had like had like ten. No, no, making it four is still a big deal. If you make it past three, that's still a big deal. I mean, people will generally give up. If it's not starting to hit in season three, It's I think it's hard to get more. So you're saying people don't like the premise because they think it sounds like cl- trite or cliche. Right, right. And I, I feel like if people actually... Like they think we should be past that being interesting, that an African woman would be with a, a white yes. man. Yes. Yes, but I well, pe- people are people are foolish. They're not on Twitter enough because uh, people still get very weird about all this on both sides. By the way, <laughs> yeah. people get weird everywhere. Yeah, but it, it it really is a funny show, man. It really is. And then um, so you make time for that. And how? And so I don't know. So do you do anything except watch TV? What? what how, how are you? How do you do this? Well, I work, of course, obviously too. You know, I work. I I don't know that that's obvious anymore because these are too <laughs> many shows. I t- I'm like trying. I haven't even gotten House of Dragon from Sunday. That's my only show right now. House of Dragon and Handmaid's Tale, I think, are my only current show. Well, here's the difference, though, between me and UP. You have you have many jobs. And, and, and although my one job does require a lot of phone calls and meetings and reading and writing and, and it's work, it's, it's some heavy lifting, you still have <laughs> an abs- like many 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 more obligations than i do That's- all right fair enough fair enough but it's still i i still don't think you want you to short yourself on how impressive it is that you make this much time for television <laughs> I will, I will. you're keeping the medium you're keeping the medium in business right now <laughs> Tele- television won't die on my watch yeah exactly it lives and dies with sgg um i'll for my black power rankings i will give it to bobby lashley who was awesome in the match last night and He's listen, Bobby's getting through a period right now where I feel like he's not being cooled off, but he's got it. He's taking a breather before I think being back in a big title picture. And I think, you know, that's the, obviously him having the U S title in the first place, but I think he's been doing a great job with it. And I think he's done a great job, um, staying credible, dangerous and impactful. And man, I still am disappointed. We've never gotten a proper Roman bobby story yeah not not this right like they they did one but like the version of roman and bobby that that feuded that time was just not no, neither was right yeah neither they're both different they're it's, it's it's one of the things that makes wrestling fascinating is a couple of years you could have the same people and it's a completely i mean listen there are people who have feuded both ways where one was the heel and one was the baby face and they switched the next time yeah it's true so, like, this is, there's a lot of opportunity uh, there. All right. Without any further ado, let's hit a little bit of mailbag. Um, it goes like this. Mail. MJ Dipperstein. I watched MJF on the MMA hour, and MJF is 100% what a real wrestler should be. The man doesn't break character much. As he's speaking his mind and honest, but does so in character. Also, MJF is a big gimmick infringer. He stole every one of Dip's sayings and the rumor and innuendo stuff. If Mage becomes a 
if Mage becomes an official, Rosenberg should get all the credit 100%. If there was no stat-checking lawyer that loves wrestling. Gentlemen, please stay hydrated and enjoy yourselves. I didn't fully understand what you're saying there, but uh, we appreciate you pointing it out. I think sometimes people are dictating these uh, emails to their cell phone. Possibly. And And Siri cannot be trusted. No, you have to then look again. You can't just dictate and move on, guys, okay? Mail. Give Edge his flowers. Hey, fellas, I really enjoyed last week's show and agree with Dip that I'm more or less done with CM Punk, the CM Punk of it all. But between what happened after All Out and the mage pop he got at Cardiff, I was hoping we could give Edge his flowers. While CM Punk has been out here CM Punking up a storm, Edge has come back from an injury we thought you couldn't come back from and consistently entertained us since that incredible Royal Rumble surprise return. Ever since his feud with Roman last year, he has seemed happy to fade to ba- fade back to mid-upper mid-card status and put dudes over in the process, even if he wins more often than not. His feud with Rollins last year was a big something for Seth's career. Now, while it took a little time to get going, Judgment Day is something, and the feud with Edge is playing a big part. It'd be fun to see him get one more title run, even a short run, but I'm sure Edge would even say that's not really necessary. Also, maybe Sweet Sweet Pete can confirm but he seems like a great guy. Stay mage, and thanks for doing the work that you do, Trevor, in Sacramento. Let me tell you this, Trevor, and I say this with uh, all my heart. In my experience, he's truly a great guy. On this day, I I say that to him every time I see him. SGG. And he, we had him on the show. He did. He seemed, he seemed like a great guy when we interviewed him. Um, He's I, I've never seen. I've never seen Edge be anything literally, but friendly, lovely, open, affable. I have nothing to say about him except. On this day, and yeah, Edge, Edge deserves all the roses, tulips, daisies, whatever variety of flower you have in your hand. Orchids thrown at his feet um, whenever he enters a room because. And this is even before he came back. Like, he gave us an incredible run. But to add the inspirational wrinkle of I was never supposed to do this again and come back at the Rumble and and everything he's given us after that, yeah, man, he deserves he deserves all the flowers. All right, let's hit one last email. Hmm. So hard to choose one. So many. Mail. Let's go with a long time first time. Michael. He says in the subject, wrestling is karate adjacent. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> we need more belts. Hey, GP Pod, long time first time. First, do any of you watch Cobra Kai? I marked out for a scene where Amanda LaRusso said she was karate adjacent. This made me think of the podcast, and simultaneously, I was thinking of all different colored karate belts and how WWE feels lacking in belts by comparison to AEW. So that leads me to this. Is Solo Sokoa bringing the North American Championship to the main roster, a promotion for the belt? Will this now be an exclusively main roster belt? My hope is that it will be, especially with NXT going through a revamp. Let the North American title become the new secondary title on the main roster. I think with the merging of the WWE and Universal belts and other championship to be defended on the main roster is perfectly welcome. 
Here's to hoping rumors of new tag belts and maybe an undisputed belt are true so we can stop arguing about how to separate the belts again and move on with a new, new era. Thanks for the weekly laughs, Mike. Mike, great email. I want to start off by saying it's called a title or a championship, not a belt. Belts are how you hold up your pants, sir. Um, no, I, I, um, I, I like the idea, SGG, of the North American. I don't know if it has to become exclusive. Yeah, I don't think so. I- but I... But I like the idea of it getting some real run with matches, et cetera, around it on SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, and we got a decent match on Friday. Honestly, Madcap and Solo, he defended it on SmackDown. Um, and it just, it really does. It just looks good with the bloodline. All Anawaii members, at least, having some gold to hold up. Um, you, oh, you mean you're not including the honorary Oos? The honorary Oos is not on the He's got to get a title. He does need, he, to, yo, he by does the way, need some gold. That is funny. He's got to come up with a way to get, he should win the 24-7. He, yo, listen, Dana Brooke, yo, put your head on the swivel. Yo, that, I absolutely love the idea of Sammy rolling up Dana Brooke and then coming out holding it. And who could get the 24-7 title with him when he's with the Us- Usos? Nobody. He's untouchable. Yo, Sammy, go Get the twenty or seven because you look naked out there. Yeah, man, you need something when you want. It's not enough that the one is in the air. You need a, you need some gold to hold up too, man. That's an idea, Sammy. See what I just did for you? I'm bringing it. Yeah, Dana Brooke ain't um, doing that with anyway right now. Someone uh, here's a, here's one from Christopher. M- 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 mail. I understand Pete works for WWE, but. Is it really that big a deal if MJF is on the podcast talking wrestling and promoting AEW? Arrow Helwani is a great guy, but he gets the most exclusive WWE interviews. First Triple H and Cody interview post-debut and interviews AEW guys with zero issues. It's obvious you and MJF are great friends, and he is a Cheap Heat fan confirmed with all the Cheap Heat terms he uses in interviews. It's only right he joins the podcast and gets to talk actual wrestling with probably his closest friends in media. Triple H will be cool with it if MJF will be in WWE very soon. <laughs> Got to make this happen for cheap Heat fans. It's only right. Um, Correction, though. Shoemaker got the first interview with Cody post-debut. Um, it was right after the match. It was a ringer exclusive. That is, that is don't, true. Don't sell the team short. That's a great, great, great job by you. No, I, I, hear, I hear that for sure. Um, I don't know. It's something, it's something worth considering. Listen, I've I'm I'm so honest and straightforward with you guys about where I am at with this. I enjoy AEW. I love Max. I support a bunch of people over there. I, Max isn't the only person I talk to over there. I talk to a bunch of people. I'm a big supporter of many people. The thing is, you know, Ariel is in a great situation where he's covering MMA and he's covering wrestling and he's doing it all for different outlets, and my, and it's similar. Except I'm also directly working for WWE. So I do feel, as I've told you guys very honestly, I my allegiance is to WWE. I will not promote another product. Like I will support individually people and we'll talk about it on this podcast because we're not hacks and we have to talk about the world. Listen, of if it's hot, we got to address it, man. We get got to. And, and, I, and we enjoy it. So why not? But. When it comes to actual promoting is when I, it's just, a, it's honestly, I've never been given an edict 
To be totally truthful, I've never been given an edict of don't talk to AW people. It comes from just my like fiber. You know what I mean? Like I, I came from the radio world where like the, the station you're on is the station you're on. You don't promote things with people from the other radio station. It's, it's a little dated. It may feel a little silly for the era we live in, but it's just sort of what my ethos are. So I, I'm not saying it's, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. And by the way, MJF has appeared on the podcast. Before. He has. This is true. So just so you know, he was on a, a Passover special last year. <laughs> no, this year. Right? This, that was when he, this past. This, oh, yeah. The, this, this past Passover. Yeah. So, you know, listen, the high holidays are coming up. Maybe we should have MJF come on and repent. <laughs> it's gonna, what are your it's thoughts? It's going to be a three-hour special episode. <laughs> I don't think he'll say no. It'll be three seconds. Uh, yeah. he, he doesn't believe he did anything wrong this year. <laughs> so anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll take that under advisement. And, uh, you know, listen, we've, it's something we've discussed here before. Um, but at this moment, that's just transparently, that's just where I'm at is like, eh, it gets a little weird to be in the promotion game. Like, listen, at the end of the day, if it all goes down and one side's got to win, I, I go where my bread is buttered. That's that <laughs> is that. that is how I roll. Always will roll. Um, SUG, you've been wonderful as always. Dipperstein, I believe we'll have a full Dipperstein again next week. But listen, you never you know never, with this man. You never that's, know. That's, that's, he's, like, he's like John Cena at this point, you know? <laughs> you get him when you can. Uh, everyone, do us a favor. Send us an email, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Like, subscribe to the Ring of Wrestling Show. Spread the word. Tell a friend and tell a friend. And also do us a favor and stay mad. And enjoy yourselves. Oh, by the way, at Stat Guy Greg on Twitter, at Rosenberg Radio. That's something you want to say. Why if you want to see SGG's aforementioned reality TV tweets, they're all there. <laughs> they are all there. Until they're deleted. Of the art form. Mitch. <laughs>